Hey, 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 beings. You are listening to the Self-Tivity Podcast. I am your host, Danny, your self-investment storyteller. Today's episode features a special guest who will be a valuable participant in our Being to Being Self-Tivity segments. The Being to Being segments are a fun way to connect with beings who are open-minded, enjoys thought-provoking questions, and perspective-shifting concepts. I also invite entrepreneurs and business owners who have a thought, product, or service that contributes to our self-investment journey in the areas of personal growth, mindset, well-being, entrepreneurship, and or financial empowerment. Guests will participate in our Being to Being activities bi-weekly, so be sure to follow so you don't miss out on all the fun. Let's find out who's on today and what self-tivity experience they will present to us. Are you ready? Because I am. Today, I have someone on this journey with me. I have Calvin Niles. He is the author of the book, The Sun Rises and Eats More. It's a novel that's themed on grief, courage, acceptance, and letting go. Calvin is a communication coach and a mindful storyteller. Today, Calvin is going to play a game with me. I know we have a few games that have rolled out on the channel, and this one is a Thought ER game. So if you haven't listened to any of the Thought ER games, here's your chance again. Calvin is going to play the game today. But before we play the game, I want Calvin to tell his own story. Share with the audience who you are in your own words, because I can just read off of the website. I can give you how to take whatever it is that I get from you. But Calvin, tell the audience who you are. What is your story? Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to this uh, game as well. Very exciting. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I guess I like to separate who I am and what I do. Um, I'm a human being on a growth journey and I'm striving to reach my potential as so many of us are trying to do. But what I actually do is I work with people to express themselves and I also help them to share their own stories. I got into that after some years in corporate, getting lost in life, family breakdown, and then rediscovering really my own purpose, which is to impact people by helping them to show up authentically in whatever way that means for them and repositioning their own life story so that they can reach their potential. So that's pretty much it in a really short, quick burst. It shows up in a lot of different ways. Uh, I work with people one-to-one in coaching. I work with company owners and strategic sense in storytelling. Some of the best love charities in, in the UK are my clients, for example. But I love to do transformational work. And that's where the mindful storytelling comes in because we're combining mindfulness which is something I practice and teach with storytelling, which is also something I teach to help shift perspectives on your life. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you sharing yourself with us. And we will get into some details about your services after the game. But if there's anything else that you want to share about you as a being that's detached from your product and services, um, be sure to share it with us after the game as well. So we are going to get started for those who are listening for the very first time. The Thought ER game is a game where there's seven different quotes or statements or words. And each time I present the statement or word or question to the guests, they have one minute to respond however they want. This is a free response, but it's restricted with time. So there's one minute on the clock and I have some type of indicators. Today I have a marker. So for those who are listening, you can't see, but I have a marker. So when it's 10 seconds for that particular quote or statement, then Calvin is going to wrap it up and then we're going to go into the next one. The purpose of this game is to freestyle thought and to just take something and then make it your own however you want and 
a creative manner. And it's also the thought ER. So the ER is like an emergency room. So I always think about writing or just interacting with other people is that there's so many thoughts going on. There's so many thoughts. And sometimes the thoughts can be hurtful to us. And sometimes it can be healing to us. And what we need to do is be intentional about making sure that they are healing. So whenever someone has a thought and anyone ever comes to the podcast and they have something that might be against you, how can you reposition that thought? Like, what can you say about that thought? And why does it make you feel that way? Is it because you might be taking it too personal? Is it because there's something that's a trigger in your life? So I know that's a deep thing to think about, but <laughs> we're here for self-assignment. So whenever you come on here, we're going to have those self-assignments, but we also are going to try to make it fun. So Calvin, are you ready? Ready. <laughs> okay. One minute on the clock after I say the first statement quote or question. Mm-hmm. Number one, life doesn't need to have a purpose. One minute on the clock. Life does need to have a purpose, even though we can't find it. <laughs> I think that's probably one of the purposes of life, to find your purpose. And I remember actually speaking to a friend who's completely lost and they're like, oh man, life, I don't know, what's my purpose? The purpose in life is easy. Find your purpose in life. <laughs> but I, I do think that um, having a sense of purpose is a good compass for us to guide us into the right direction, something that feels right. And I think there's sensory feedback involved in that. It feels right for you. There's some things where you just know, have you ever done something? thing and you just went no that's actually completely wrong you have no valid sort of rational reason why that might be the case but you have a feeling and it's not i'm not talking about fear or some kind of resistance like that but i'm talking about a kind of inner knowing that says this is not right for you so i would say life does have a purpose awesome four three two one you can breathe for that last part (laughs) (laughs) okay next statement yeah revenge is better than letting go one minute on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might feel, revenge might feel a bit better than letting go initially. But of course, the compound effect of revenge, the negative compound effect that is on the person seeking that retribution is not going to feel very good. And I think this is one of the unfortunate and overlooked parts of revenge because the payoff the instantaneous payoff might feel great. Oh, amazing. I've gotten back. I've got one up on you. I've, you know, I've made you pay. But then actually, you know, that old expression and, you know, my mom used to say, you point one finger, you go all the rest pointing back at you. You know, and even the Fuji's used to say that back in the day. You know, it's true. And letting go was by far the, the way of the superior man. <laughs> I just stole a book title there, but yeah, letting go is better. <laughs> all right. Five seconds on the clock. Let it out with a breath. (laughs) (laughs) We're using all the time. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Next, number three, respond to the five stages of grief. One minute on the clock. Wow. Well, of course, we know that grief is something that affects all of us. Nobody is immune from grief, right? Not only are we losing people in our lives, and then we refuse to accept that that person's gone. So we go through that denial. We go through the anger. We go through resentment. We go through all of these stages of essentially rejecting the fact that this thing is gone, even if it's not a person, but actually acceptance is the ultimate state of freedom, right? So I think the five stages of grief for me, and especially as it pertains to attachment, which is something I like to talk about, because, you know, we grieve for things, we grieve for ideas, we grieve for illusions, we grieve for things that we don't even really own, because we put this container around something and say, that's mine, or she or he is mine, or that's my person. And that, that's not going to last forever. Awesome. Next, 
Mindfulness does not ensure happiness, but without an understanding of how your mind and brain works, it almost ensures unhappiness to be unmindful. <laughs> I know that was a mouthful. <laughs> you can take whatever you, what you can take from it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in there on the clock. Yeah, I think um, happiness is a byproduct of being mindful. We don't sit down and meditate because we want to stop thinking. We sit down and meditate and thinking stops. We don't start practicing mindfulness because we want happiness. We practice mindfulness and happiness arises. So I think that some of these, if we can detach the activity from the benefits, we detach the planting from the fruit, then we could say we're planting, we're doing the work, the fruits that come are the benefit of the activity, but we can't actually pre-create the fruit ourselves. So we endeavor to go on the process without the clinging and striving for the fruits themselves. It's like a faith. When a farmer plants, he just has faith. Awesome. Using our last five seconds for some breathing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Mindfulness has been overhyped and is not universally benevolent. One minute on a clock. Yeah, so that's a very interesting. I like where you pick these. Um, yes, I have to say mindfulness is not for everyone in the purest sense of the practice, in the purest sense of the discipline of the structure of mindfulness. But if we could zoom out a little bit, it's just about being aware, isn't it? It's about growing in awareness and being mindful is not really the, I suppose, the exclusive area of a Buddhist or some sort of religious practice. Anybody can be mindful and everybody probably has experience of mindfulness without realizing it. If we were to swap out the word mindfulness and all the connotations that come with that for just being aware of what's happening right now in the present moment. So mindfulness is actually benevolent, I would say, rather than malevolent. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm trying to practice not to say anything, but I keep saying things. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the game for me is to not respond and just let the guests <laughs> speak their mind. So for, for next time, guys, know that that's what's on my list of things to do, just to, <laughs> to be here and let people <laughs> finish <laughs> without my agreement. You're letting, go, you're letting go practice. <laughs> yeah, I'm also practicing here. It's, I'm being you know, a listener. And then when I look back at these, I just want to see it. But I'm also, I just don't want to agree or disagree. I just want it to be. Okay, moving on. Just a little note. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. What are demons? How can they impact your life? Mm. One minute on the clock. Well, I mean, demons could be perceived as real things, entities that haunt you in the bottom of your bed or something like that. But they could also be experiences that are haunting. They could be things that lay unaddressed or what I like to describe as lurking in the shadows of the mind. And lurking in the shadows really of the body, the unconscious mind, things that do not get explored. I call it, it's like the dividing line between North Korea and South Korea, right? Third, third parallel, I think I call it. And it, it is that zone that nobody wants to go. Nobody wants to approach and it's a very dangerous place to be. You could say that's like a demon. And I think if we approach and allow that, then they don't have to be demons. All right. And the last statement, religion versus spirituality. One minute on the clock. Well, religion is very much doctrine focused. And we've probably all touched religion at some point in our lives. And if we haven't, very, very good luck to you that that's not been the case. 
But spirituality, of course, is the real purpose of our existence, whether we consciously are aware of that or not. And to my mind, um, everybody is a spiritual being. And uh, working on our spiritual development is probably one of the biggest things for us to wake up to as human beings alive in this period of time, at this lifetime. So re religion puts the constraints on you and spirituality frees you. All right. So the deck is on a clock. Do you some breath or some singing? <laughs> <laughs> let it roll out well awesome awesome job calvin niles everyone calvin niles just participated in another thought er session and i want to thank you for being able to answer these question quote states without any preparation just a reminder that i do not give anyone the questions or the statements that i have prepared for the show they just come on and they just say i'm gonna do it and so and just a little background sometimes i have them random sometimes it's related to something i've seen on their website or something that i've seen in their book summary or it could just be because of their theme and, and what they represent for their business services so these are where the questions came from and some of them were just questions you know so i want I want to now give you this opportunity without any time restraint, Calvin, mm -hmm. to share how your product or your service is self-invested in nature. And for everyone who's listening, I like for us to be intentional about what we buy into, even if it's someone's thought. Like today, there may have been something that was said that you don't put stock into, right? You might say, no, I wouldn't cash in with that thought. Challenge that and say why you wouldn't and, and understand why your thoughts sit where they are and how you define your truth. And also when you're listening to other people, is there a return on the investment when you're listening to them? Is there something that adds to your life? Um, be mindful of things like that. And so when you are buying products and services, I like to advocate for mindful entrepreneurs. Does it contribute to your health? Does it contribute to your well-being? Or does it contribute to your mindset? Is what I would classify as something that's self-investing. And that's just my, my little thing. You can add or you can take away. But I want to now say to you, Calvin, mm -hmm. how is your product or your services self-investing? Yeah, thank you. Uh, it was the first part self-investing in nature. For some reason, I heard nature. Well, you, you know, like, and I'm not sure if I'm, I, I say self-investing in nature, like it's the nature of your product or service. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes people are like, oh, is it in nature? No, like I, I, I like that word because the play, I like nature. So I play on the yeah, word. Yeah. Like, Got is it. Yeah. Is it self-investing in nature rather yeah. than is it self-investing? in mother nature, <laughs> which, which is which is the way that I took it. And actually, I, I would actually like to, um, since that came to me, yeah. to maybe talk about that, because I think nature, we so often segregate ourselves from nature, right? So uh, we, we talk about nature and other it, you are nature, um, but actually we are nature. And this is one of the things that we actually forget. So do you know, we need to get out into nature, we need to do something for nature. And we if we're doing it for nature, we're doing it for ourselves. So since I actually incorrectly uh, interpreted that expression, I would actually say that if it was mother nature, then I would say, yeah, it is self investing in mother nature, because you were investing in our own well being, especially through you talking about the work that I do. Yeah, of course, we know it's about self discovery, self expression, the mindful storytelling piece is about really becoming aware of the stories that we're holding, the stories we're telling ourselves, the stories we're telling the world. So the awareness, the component of mindfulness is to shine the light of awareness on that, but also simultaneously 
help to shift those perspectives as well. And we use a different number of approaches, including the hero's journey to illuminate that story. So it's self-investing from the point of view of, yes, totally mindset, but also it's about your own well-being, psychologically speaking. I'm not sure it's going to give you muscles, (laughs) but it certainly is going to contribute to your perspective, uh, a positive perspective on life. And that's what my, you mentioned um, the sun rises in Eastmore. That's what that's about too, right? That's about specifically as a man who's been through family separation, marital breakdown and and relational issues as a parent who's had to go through these challenges. For me, that book is definitely self-investing because it it can help us to free ourselves from some of the limiting perspectives that perhaps we take when we are in grief or, or even help us to see that we are taking these positions of victimhood when actually it's just another life experience that we, if we're courageous enough, can move through. Awesome. I love it. So how can people connect with you if they're looking to read your book or sign up for your services or just to stalk you online? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, don't stalk me online. That's the first thing. But yeah, I'm on all the major channels. The fastest way is calvinniles.com via my website. But I'm on all the social media channels, mostly active on LinkedIn and Instagram. Just search for Calvin Niles. And if you want to get my book, the fastest fastest way by far at the moment is Amazon, which is just search calvinniles.com and you'll see my other writings on there around mindful communication and other stories as well. Awesome. Well, everyone, thank you again for Calvin sharing a piece of his passion, his purpose with us today. I hope there was a return on that investment. But before we let you go, there's something special I want you to share with us. And that is the self-tivity statement. If you are listening for the first time, a self-tivity statement is very similar to what an affirmation is. So it starts off with the affirmation and then in the middle, it's the word and. So think of and in big letters, A-N-D. So there's your affirmation and then there's your action statement. So if you have the affirmation, what are you going to do? intentionally do? What action are you going to intentionally do that supports the affirmation you have in your life? A long time ago, well, not that long ago, I read a study and it focused on affirmations and people's outcome after affirmation didn't feel any better about themselves because they weren't able to attach it to obtainable goals. They just had a big affirmation. It was far away from them. So the self-tivity statements are for us to look at that affirmation, that big affirmation, but also attach an action statement that we know that we can do that day. And so I I want everyone to come on the show and share this health duty statement. And Calvin is going to share his now. Calvin, the stage is yours. I am free and I will continue to unlearn all of those things that kept me imprisoned uh, for the rest of my life. That was beautiful. Well done. Yes, I think it's better and better. My explanation is getting better and better. <laughs> thank you. Nailed it. Very, very well done. Calvin, again, I am going to say thank you. If you are ever interested in a longer session for a interview, if you want me to read your book and discuss that book in detail, I welcome you back on the show. You can just connect with me if that's of interest of yours. You don't have to say it on the show now since everyone's listening to you. <laughs> but again, I just want to thank you for for sharing yourself with us today. And if there's any closing words, you can say it now. Thank you, actually. Thank you for your energy, your bunctiousness and your positivity as well. I mean, what you're doing is great and um, I'm delighted to have uh, joined you. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. All right, everyone. Until next time, hold on to you as much as you can. Hold on to your health, your being and your mind. Be mindful. Bye.